long does the bus take there? 20, 25 minutes. So I'll get there a little after 9. Hello, listeners. We are podcasting right now, yeah. So we are on the bus right now. We are in Rome, Italy. Actually, on the outskirts of Rome. And for the last couple of days, we've been talking about that we should do a podcast at some point. So I'm joined by Dr. Boffer, um, Jen Marchese from One Kilo. You've got to have the accent on. Marchese. I also have the hand, hand yeah, motion. Maybe we're doing the Italian hands. So you just can't see it. But yeah. Imagine it. We're also joined by Stuart Reagan, who runs the best, <laughs> they say the best weightlifting <laughs> Instagram upstart, yks.media on Instagram. Yeah, Follow available. him. No, I, I said it. I, I said it. I said it. Heard here for this podcast is it's gospel in many parts yeah. of the world. So, um, so right now it's what day is it? It's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. Twenty eighth. Twenty eighth. Yeah. Like day a qu- quarter to nine, yeah. and we're about to head to the sixty seven A session, which features one of our favorite Italians, Mirko Zani. Mirko Zani. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Um, we are approximately fifteen minutes away from the venue. Yeah, we are actually on the bus at this moment. We're going by the ancient ruins of Ostia Antica. You can see them in the distance. It and comes very close to the Colosseum, I must say. It's in terms of wow factor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The bus is empty this morning. Too. Yeah, and the bus is not only empty, but it's also on time. It is, yeah. So this is the first morning we've made the bus. Yeah. Because yeah. it leaves at 8.45. Yesterday we were ready for it at 8.45. And we were in time just to watch it drive away from us. Yeah, we so. saw it. And actually, we wait, it. we should explain why yeah. we were. <laughs> Let's hear it. Maybe why? You why you're like, we're insulting Gregor, turn to Jen. This is forte. First of all, I need, well, let's go back because the beginning of this started off as like, you being annoyed at me for taking too long putting like my makeup on but then it wound up being Gregor's fault that we missed the bus because Gregor had to go get a pack of gum uh, yep. so we would have made it despite it my routine 30 euro gum for the people who know me I have to have gum with me all the time yeah he's chewing gum right now yeah. I'm chewing gum right now I'm he's chewing gum before I go to bed otherwise so. very smelly so. <laughs> <laughs> alright this was Jen on the podcast um, um, good luck with the 1k <laughs> never have you on again um, so there's a lot of things we could talk about because we've been here in Rome for over a week now been here for over a week yeah. we were here a week as of today actually right because oh. I got in Monday night you got in Monday morning or Tuesday morning Tuesday morning and then Marchese got in on Tuesday night so we went and visited the Italians at the Olympic training hall yep We were allowed to film them on the second day we visited them. Yep. First day we were not allowed. We But we did not, anyway. But we did anyway, yep. clandestinely. Uh, and we also stayed with the Italians and hung out with them. And yep. had uh, Mirko Zani comment on some of his warm-up footage, which we'll eventually put out once Greg or I edits it. You, once you edit once it. Once I edit it, apparently. Because <laughs> there's a lot of Italian and it needs to be translated. Um, but they look like they're in good shape. So Zani, uh, so actually yesterday Mirko Scarantino competed. He did all right for himself. Did like 18 and 40 something. Not as well as he wanted to do. Yeah. But I know he wanted about 21 and 50 something. Mm-hmm. But he did all right. He made some lifts. Zani looks like he's in good shape. We saw him do, was it 
a 45 snatch in training? 50 from hang. 50 from hang. Well, I'm yeah. saying we saw what we and saw. And we saw something in training that was quite remarkable. Uh, I posted it to the Instagrams. Oh, the Cuban. The Cuban, Oscar yeah, Martinez. Oscar. A complete underdog. Um, yeah. He's training with the Italian team right now. And they told us... Yeah, well, he's living in Italy now. He's, he's living in Italy. Italian. Yep. And so he has citizenship now. No, 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 he does not. He's in the process of yeah. Uh, yeah, becoming an Italian citizen. Yeah. And he's also applying to lift for the Italian Federation, which yeah. this process is quite long, so it can take over a year. I think he said he's going to be competing locally in Italy up until mm. he can compete at... And I think he can compete nationally yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. So this guy was weighing 75, uh, 76 kilos in training, and he was just smoking 55 snatches, 155 yeah. snatches, and did 95 for two singles, and everything looked pretty easy. So, yeah. It was huge. He's a huge lift. So that's pretty cool. So unfortunately, he's not lifting in this international competition. I think that Nino's session is going to be good because he's got a pretty close entry total to Harrison Morris. Oh, yeah. States, so it should be a good session to watch. Yeah. Yeah, a bunch of the Americans are here. Jordan did American records yesterday. Jordan did amazing. Jordan went 6 for 6, 87, and uh, 108, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, and they were all... So I think it was an American record in all three everything. categories, yeah. yeah, which is so pretty great. beat the American Standard Snatch, which had been 84. Yeah. She broke uh, Alyssa Ritchie's clean and jerk record by... One kilo, naturally. Yeah. Hashtag. Hashtag one kilo. I did. It's, it's hashtag, believe me. And... Then she got the, uh, of course, the American total record as well. Yeah. So she looks pretty solid for Tokyo at this point. Yeah. Morgan King's run probably over by now. But but she did well. I'm not counting out Morgan. It, it's unlikely, but uh, I admire your faith. And I, listen, Morgan's awesome. She's great. She's a yeah. 2016 Olympian. But with Jordan's performance, that uh, it looks like she's pretty pretty well set as mm -hmm. our third Olympian yeah. this year. So it's only the men who are still in question, apart from Wes? Um, I guess so, yeah. I guess Harrison, I don't know how, I don't know what his Roby score is right now, how well he's positioned. Let's talk about the training hall a little bit. So that's your first time actually shooting. I'm talking to Stuart, by the way. But it's the first time shooting in the training hall. You've shot some photos from stands in Pattaya at Worlds. Yes, right? well, I did not realize that the stands of Bataya would be four miles <laughs> away from the from far. the yeah. platform. But yeah, this is my first time in a proper training hall by myself. So, anything that stood out yesterday? Anything you liked in particular? The morning was uh, besides Toma coming in in the morning. It felt a little a little dead. Mm -hmm. I guess everyone is still coming in, or yeah. the the lighter weight classes rider maybe training at home and just flying in. But yeah. When, when did it get crazy? Like two, three o'clock? Yeah. And it was just, you couldn't, you couldn't move in there. Everybody like wants to train in the afternoon. Yeah. yeah. There was so much going on there. But it's just, I think from a from a newbie perspective, it's cool to see these people that you, uh, you see on Instagram, right? And they're all in one place and they're just right there. <laughs> you can touch them. <laughs> well, well, it's kind of inappropriate. Don't, don't touch here. the athletes, yeah. people. It sounded better in my head. Maybe at ATG, <laughs> not at one k But uh, no, it was it was cool. It was cool. It was fun. What about you, Jen? Um, well, I mean, my last international meet was 
Worlds and probably your first international meet. Yeah, my first international <laughs> meet was Worlds, and not only was it Worlds, but it was the Worlds before Olympics. So a very good Worlds. Yeah. So um, naturally, everything feels <laughs> maybe less dazzling. Yep. Um, but my, I mean, some of my favorite people of all time are here, mm-hmm. and uh, we were talking about this a little bit yesterday that because Team China isn't here, um, there isn't a one standout person by a substantial margin in any group so it feels like there's an actual except for Lasha but you know such greatness Um, you know it's just a a nice it's an actual competition without the Chinese team being here which makes it really exciting as much as I love Team China Um, so I'm I'm happy I'm having a good time so far good yeah um, I don't know about the training I think it's Appropriately sized for some groups, but yesterday afternoon I realized, wow, this is really tight. Yep. Yeah, it really got packed. This was peak time, so I'm expecting today as more and more people compete, there's obviously there's going to be it's less. Gonna drop off. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, going to yeah. drop off very Absolutely. quickly because people. So like, I can't imagine 81s will compete tomorrow, for example. I can't yeah. imagine the 81s where here will do anything impressive to like. Nah. People are taking the bar and whatnot. And in even, general, you do, you don't see any like impressive, impre- like world's impressive training hall lifts here. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Yesterday, Toma did her um, the same morning session as she did before the 116 snatch yeah. in the training hall at Worlds. 125 pull, 160 back squat. The only difference from her Worlds training hall session was she did some clean deadlifts mm-hmm. up to, I forget what it was, but let's say like 20 or 30. 300 kilos. Like and... <laughs> Yeah, but then in the afternoon she came back and snatched up to 100. Yeah, and then did 120 clean and jerk. 120. 120. The unfortunate thing about Toma is... Yeah, let's talk about Toma. So there have been some more retests positive from the 2012 and 2016 Olympics, um, which put Romania over the country ban limit. Yeah. So right now, the whole process of the Tbilisi decision uh, started. And it looks like... Lodana will not like Romania will not have an athlete at the Olympics yeah, if that goes through in time before that because of of course Nick Vlad is uh, doing a lot of talking trying to rescue the situation um, yeah it could mean no Terminator at the Olympics which, which is, is a bummer that's sad yeah because yeah. yeah. I mean Deng Wei is of course the runaway yeah. champion in the 64s yeah. but then it makes it even less interesting yep. <laughs> from a competition standpoint because it means she won't even be challenged I mean in Olympics you don't get individual medals snatch clean and jerk but it's still there still was a chance that you'd see an interesting back and forth between those two athletes and now it's just going to be one person walking one person on yeah you know Dung Wei following herself for six attempts essentially yeah. running away with gold yeah. and yeah I don't know if you want to say what her coach said about this too yesterday okay so it's unfortunate. It's and I mean none of the positives are related to Toma or anything. It's all other Romanian athletes from previous years who are caught in the retests. Yeah, including Sincran, who I think has three positives now yep. on his dossier. <laughs> <laughs> so on the old uh, hat trick. Yeah. So right now we're driving by the seaside. We actually seeing the ocean, the Mediterranean Sea. Beautiful. Beautiful this time of year. Probably a little <laughs> bit of cold, a little cold. We'll find out later. We're going to take a swim. After. We are going to have a swimming race with the Italians. <laughs> I forgot to tell you, Buffer. 
I hope you have your... Gregor, what he really wanted to do was have a gelato eating contest with and the Italians. this is still on the menu. This is, I don't think Gregor realizes... I mean, you've seen... I invited Meredith, too. You invited Meredith. Yep. yep. You've seen how much Italians can eat. That's true. We got amazing meals here. We yeah. did, yeah. We went to a really good Sicilian restaurant yeah. and where they just brought out... I think the appetizers alone could have full meal. Would have been Americans a full meal, like, yeah. and we would have. This says a lot because Americans eat huge portions. Exactly, and had we just had the appetizers, we would have finished them and been like, "All right, I'm good right now. Like, yeah. I don't even know if I need dessert at this point." Yeah, but just kept on. There were then two pasta dishes, and then there were two or three main course dishes. I don't even remember. Yeah, and then dessert of course which was cannoli because it was a Sicilian and this one night we had dinner with the Italians with Mirko Scantino oh my god Mirko Zani and uh, uh, Nino Pizzolato and his, their friends and they brought brought meat dishes or that like it buffalo or something that was buffalo yeah. Yeah. yeah 30 ounces of meat on like one plate but then ordered multiple oh, another way more yeah. 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 it was like kilos and kilos of meat it was way more than one kilo of yeah. meat yeah that's true I gained one I kilo, kilo. Than one <laughs> and just like that, we arrived at the venue, which may or may not be the photo for this podcast. If I take one, all right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. We might uh, join you um, from inside the venue afterwards. This was it. Um, Stuart Reagan, Jen Marchese, David Buffer, Gregor Senior. and we're back this time at the venue. I'm at the field of play right now. I hope you can hear me over the music. And I'm walking over to Jen because she's um, putting up a tripod right now, setting up. So what's the thing? What are you doing, Jen? I'm setting up my uh, $50 Amazon wobbly tripod that I got. Oh, the good wobbly tripod, huh? Expenses are tight here. Yeah. So one problem we have here, quote-unquote problem, is that they build tables all around the platform. Usually there are always a couple of tables, but these tables reach out pretty far. So it's, we, as photographers and videographers, have to shoot over the heads of these tables. Um, that's why our footage looks a bit different than what you're usually used to. But nevertheless, this is a great setup. We have good lighting, barely any flicker, which is always important for us for slow motion. And the setup looks really professional. I'll let Jun do her thing because she's not very talkative right now. <laughs> I'm just focusing on making sure. Oh, you're adjusting one. So, the trick to get them all the same height is you put them together and then you can. Damn, why didn't I ever. <laughs> that seems like a really logical response to this. Yep. Germans. Because I've been doing it the same way you did it for years <laughs> until someone told me. It took me 20 years to figure this out. All right. We check back in like one hour when Jen might have put up the tripod. Okay, <clears throat> so maybe I should set up my stuff as well. I saw some Italians walk in. Buenos dias. Some Spanish people here. Um, Stuart, what are you doing right now? No, what are you doing? Just describe it to the listeners. We are on the podcast. Oh, great. No pressure. Uh, standing in front of the competition venue, there is a... Was that Asanite just walking around over there? Nope. Yep. Just, just moseying around. Mm-hmm. Um, just a bunch of staff people walking around, getting ready to go for the uh, what men sixty-seven in a few hours. I think. What one hour? One hour. Yep. Yeah, it was really, really chill. No, nobody in the stands. Just 
getting camera stuff ready. Yeah, right now it's just officials, us photographers, videographers. Um, some lifters were walking in. I saw some Italians. Um, how do you like the stage? Seems decent. Am I the right person to be answering this question? I think it looks <laughs> very good. Very yeah. good, very good. Yeah. Except for the giant screen in the back. Which is always looking weird on video or photos. Yes. If you, shoot at high, if you shoot at high frame rate, it's flickering. Um, Julius is here from Team Philippines. What's up? We're on the podcast right now, Julius. Great. Great. Good morning. You're about to unpack your stuff? I was about to just set it up, but I don't think I'll have the time because weigh-ins almost soon. So. so you just did weigh-in, uh, or you're about to do the weigh-ins with Heidi, yes. Heidi Diaz. She's competing here. How's, uh, what kind of shape is she in? I think she's in great, great form. Uh, we just came from Sea Games, which is in December, so we had a short time frame to uh, prepare. But um, I think she's ready for this one. Um, I think it'll be a good qualifier for her. Um, she's a little stressed out as usual, but I think she's she's ready. She's ready to go out with a bang. Yeah. Yeah. So this is you only after this you only need one more qualifying right. event, and then you're you're done. You have your yes. six events on your belt. Great. So by the time the listeners hear this, the competition will long be over. So what kind of numbers do you have in mind? Um, you know, I think I think for us, we want to um, progress from SEA Games. So maybe our overall goal would be maybe 95, 123. So anything above 95, yeah. and 95 and above, yeah. and 123. That's the best case scenario. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So, And um, you're shooting with what kind of camera here? Uh, I, some gear talk. Yeah, I have a Z-Cam E2. Which, which can shoot 4K at what frame rate? It or, shoots... Oh, 6K, right? Well, I have, I have yeah. two. I have the S6 and yes, then... Yes, two of them. Yeah. I would love to have one of them. Yes. Podcasting? Yeah, we're podcasting. All right. So, Dr. Bob for joining the podcast. Once again, good, good morning. morning. You're you, coaching this morning, aren't you, sir? I am. Yep. So I am in a very stressful, frantic state. You look... Cool as a cucumber, Julius. Thank you. Thank you. Dr. Buffer brought me a Coke Zero, so I'm ready to go for the whole day. What <laughs> number yeah. bottle is that? Uh, it's his third this morning. Yeah. Serious? No. <laughs> no it's I actually believe it. It's believable. Yeah. yeah. It is believable. I actually yeah. believe it. Is my bag up here now? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So so your bag running. is over here. Mine's over there. So okay. I'm not sure where Julius set up. I just put my laptop here yeah, and no, move over if you want. No problem. Because I'm moving this bag over to my um, tripod stand. I'll let you okay. keep going on with Julius while I sit down. Yeah. For keep sure. enjoying keep, your... keep explaining. No, he's probably busy. I can't hold him for too long. Well, I mean, Zcam E2 uh, shoots up to 4K 160 cropped. That's amazing. And I have this S6, which is up to 6K uh, 30 frames per second in uh, RAW. It's incredible. For people who know camera gear, it's one of the best cameras you can get um, for this kind of money. Obviously, the more you spend, you can get better cams, better sensors. Um, but for the value you get out of these Z cams, it's amazing. Um, it's amazing. I know Hookup uses one of these at some competitions. It's yeah. a great, great camera. But that I know uses the Terra, which is yep. a lot more expensive. Yep, the Terra. But it shoots ProRes, uh, 4K, 160. Yeah, and basically you have to own uh, your own hard drive manufacturing facility <laughs> yes. to, run, to run these cameras. Yeah. ProRes is just ridiculously huge, the file size. And the compression ratio is a lot better with ProRes than it is with uh, H.265. Yeah. Sorry, that's geek talk there. Yeah. Let's switch from codex to sandwiches. What are you getting, Dr. Buffer? 
So I just went across the street to the little mini market, and this is a uh, just like prosciutto, so raw ham, cured raw ham on uh, a little bread, say, baguette style. The venue, the venue is great. The lighting is great. The food at the venue, not that great. Which, Which is to be expected. I don't know yeah. that I've been to a venue yet where there has been good food. So the wor the low point for me was probably Turkmenistan in terms of venue food. Actually, uh, I've done Kazakhstan. a lot worse. I've done a lot worse um, when it comes to venue food. Um, one of the best food options we had was at Asian Championships in China. Really? Because yeah, just across the street there were a million little restaurants. So, so there is good coffee here in the venue. That's the thing. In Italy, you can get amazing coffee on every street corner. It's like a birthright. It's, it's like everywhere, everywhere you are, you have to be able to get a decent espresso, a decent cappuccino. I mean, and, and when we everywhere. say decent, it's what you would expect from a decent, from a good barista in the United States yeah. or in Berlin. Like these kind of machines are on every little street corner, and the state uh, mandates or puts limits on the coffee price. Yeah, there is. Price of coffee is controlled by the state here, so which means you can get a great espresso for ninety cents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A cup. I mean, in most places, it's not like in some in airports. It might be a little more, but yeah, if you're paying a euro for an espresso, that's actually getting kind of expensive. Yeah, you know, up toward the max of what you'll pay. And, and I've the paid most I've paid is like sixty cents. Right, sixty cents. And the most I've paid for a cappuccino with latte art was one euro eighty. I, I bet it's even less. Like maybe in a museum or something, but I bet it was the like, most I paid. Yeah, yeah, in most cafes, you won't pay more than like a euro thirty. Yeah. So if you're a coffee fanatic like we are, you will enjoy Rome. You will enjoy Italy. Also, if you want just a little milk in your coffee, it's the same price. So if you get a macchiato, for example, which here that just means a shot of espresso mm -hmm. with like a little bit of foamed milk, mm -hmm. same price. Ah. Yeah. Only when you get a lot more milk, like in a cappuccino or a latte, do you pay more. Yeah. It's really one of the aspects I enjoy a lot about this country. Apart from being treated really well here. Yeah, when I walked in, they were ready. They had my accreditation ready. Everybody was really welcoming. They gave us the Wi-Fi password. Yeah. Um, we can upload things. Whenever we have a question, people are very helpful here. Yesterday when you left your wallet, money, everything at the God, bar. God, I left my... One of the, <laughs> one of the really? where people yeah. working here was kind enough to bring it over to me. And That's incredible. That's amazing. Yeah. Actually, you don't find that a lot. Yeah. Oh, Italy, guys. Um, so I should probably start putting up my gear as well, and um, we we'll probably check in during the day a couple yeah, more yeah. times. Yeah, absolutely. And what? welcome back, the <laughs> listeners. I turned around and you're taking the phone in my face. We're already podcasting. I'm just trying to grab some artichokes here. So since you last heard us. A whole day has passed. Well, not a whole day, but a whole day of competition has passed. And right now, we just arrived back at the hotel. And we are back in a half-empty buffet. Uh, Dr. Boffer, what are you getting here? Um, I think it's chicken. I'm not entirely and sure. Chicken, what are these called? Those are artichokes. Artichoffi in Italian. A couple mm -hmm. of those. A rare vegetable out here in Italy. And we have um, some pasta options. Lots yeah, of eggs. Salami. Very good. Yeah, this salami is good. That, obviously. And with us is um, the ever so lovely Jen Marchese. She survived today. Just barely. Just, Just barely. barely. All right. 
So probably should grab a plate too. Because I'm starving. I'm standing around all day shooting. Because you can't shoot sitting down here. Um, so I just leave the microphone with Dr. Bob for now. Dr. Bob, you take the mic. All right. I guess I've got the mic. We're on the hunt for silverware at this point. There's no silverware. There are no glasses. We are arriving at the dining area a little bit late. Oh, they found some stuff, perhaps. We found forks at the very least. Forks, knives. Stuart's on it with forks and knives. And now glasses. And now something from which to drink. Maybe I need to... Oh, Jen's got glass. We're, we're set. We're all set right now. All right. Get some water, and we can actually begin the real podcast. Gregor, what are you getting over there? What do you have? I just loaded up on some rice, fish, and I'm about to get uh, the pasta. I'm getting yeah, everything, basically. Gregor has been hitting this buffet hard yeah. every night, because he basically does not eat from the moment we wake up, except for some snacks. Oh, sorry. Scusa. Okay. Getting some water right now. This is going to be thrilling podcast material. Jen Marchese, what can you say about getting water right now? Um, I'm feeling hydrated, guys. She has three glasses of water. I'm not yet hydrated, but I'm excited to be hydrated. She, it looks like she'll be drinking all three. It's riveting, riveting radio content right now as I fill my glass of water. It's got some lemon in it. Just checking in with Dr. Buffer. How is he doing, <laughs> listeners? <laughs> got a water with lemon in it. And we're about to sit down. Okay, so everyone. So let's. How would we rate this food experience since uh, we're here right now? On an international meat level, where does this rate for you? Um, definitely not the best. But right now I'm actually blanking what my best experience was. Uh, I would say Houston, maybe. Houston, maybe, yeah. Remember Houston? Houston World. No, wait, wait, wait. The best one, it wasn't a buffet, but it was definitely Asian Championships because there were so many restaurant options. I don't know if that counts, but um, it's definitely the best one. Borderline. Borderline, yep. Jenna's food in her mouth, she's talking still. No stand, no quality stand. (laughs) By the way, thank you for listening to the ATG podcast. Yeah, so if all goes well, this will be the ATG podcast from now on, from now on which is not to say that uh, there might not be two doctors. But Jonas, if you listen to this, you're invited and you can have Dr. Buffer back for the podcast, <laughs> but uh, for now, um, we're calling this the ATG podcast. Uh, again, assuming these changes go through and... You were working hard during the last session. So I was trying to set this up on Simplecast to transfer all of our stuff over to Simplecast and to get it transferred in such a way that we can then retitle it, get the ATG logo on it, and uh, that's pretty much it in theory. So we'll see if that actually works. So during what session did you do that? I was doing that during the men's... 73 session, yeah. The one where Jen almost died, yeah. She came up. Yeah, describe what you told us in the, in the bus. So I was looking at my camera, the monitor on my camera. And you have, I have to say, the camera here is set up pretty high. 
um, way above Jen's head so she can shoot above the, all the heads that are in front of us. So she's looking up, she's um, uh, stretching. And it just seemed like all of a sudden the camera got out of focus, which was odd, but I'm trying to adjust it and it just doesn't seem like any way I'm turning it is making a difference. And then I kind of feel like I'm, I'm wobbling around a little bit and I'm like, mm, I, I think I'm out of focus. <laughs> I'm going to have myself a sit. Uh, and then I was sitting down and I started to feel a little trembly and I was like, I think I'm going to pass out uh, and I'm not going to pass out in front of an audience of people, so I think I'm going to go up in the stands. So I went to uh, Dr. Baffa. That's right. In fact, has a medical license. <laughs> That's absolutely not right, but wait, go can, on. Can practice medicine. In, in, in Italy, yeah, absolutely. You know, in Italy, I can practice. It, Italy uh, and uh, Eastern Bratislava, perhaps, but there's like a lawnmower outside or something going on. I don't know. There was a noise. <laughs> So I came up because I thought that, uh, you know, like when an athlete falls on stage, they make the human shield of, just to not embarrass them. So I felt like Buffa could human shield me if I passed out. Me and Bud Charniga. Bud Charniga was there as well, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think we all know what Bud Charniga would do if you passed out in front of him. Step over you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, your response was to tell me to go sleep in a different place. Well, <laughs> <laughs> my... passing off the responsibility of my. If health. you want to see see the whole thing, it's on my story at Twitter <laughs> or on Instagram. Uh, to be fair, I said you could lay down in the changing rooms because the changing rooms are the one. On the massage table. Well, I know there are massage tables, but the nice thing about the changing rooms here. The only bathrooms with doors you can actually lock. No, really? Yes. Why didn't you tell me? I, I mean, it's not like, like the first thing that comes up. Did you get walked in on? Yeah. I've been walked in on every time I've gone to the bathroom here, except for the chance that you'll get walked in. Seriously, seriously. Like eighty yeah. percent is being generous. Yeah. I'm just not used to the co-ed bathroom situation on top of the fact that you can't lock the doors. So, in technically, there are signs, man and female. Yeah. Not all of them. The ones that are near the. Um, Kind of rehab area by the training hall. Oh yeah, no those. Yeah, those are just two and two, and there's no labeling. So I'll be in the bathroom. There's no labeling. There's no locks and no paper towels. The changing room bathrooms, locks and paper towels. Here's the thing: is that in the one in the I had a duck bottle because there was no toilet paper, and the door the door doesn't lock. So you were all like one second away from seeing something awful that you didn't want to see, but I made it. This is more of the riveting content you can expect from ATG Podcast. We've talked about lemon water and the best bathrooms to use in the venue. Codex, too. We could talk about Codex. So, this is your, Stuart, this is your first international meet. So this is the best buffet you've been to internationally? I should say, this is the best buffet considering all the other ones have not had any sort of... Well, World's had food, but you had to... Oh, yeah, the you same, were the same right. shawarma thing over and over again. And you weren't at the official buffet. I was not. The official... Pattaya's official buffet was okay. It was, it was, it was totally serviceable. It was a step above this, I'd say. I mean, this is okay. This is serviceable, too, but... We're also getting the tail end of it right now. We should also mention that it took us a while to get here tonight. The session finished at around... Oh, I was done packing at around maybe 8, 10. Yeah. 8, 10, something like that. 8, 12. And then when did the bus leave? 
At 8.45. 8.45. So we stood outside for half an hour. Well, and we stood outside thinking that the bus was late for not leaving at 8.30 until we realized actually the bus is scheduled to leave at 8.50. So. Oh, left ahead of schedule. So. And it actually did leave ahead of schedule. So unfortunately, if there was somebody inside thinking... And, the, and, you know, using the locked bathroom and the changing room, thinking I've got four more minutes, they were entirely wrong. So, but luckily they can lie down in that changing room. Italian time now. Which is no time. <laughs> they leave early, they can leave late, totally irrelevant. Uh, so, weightlifting. Weightlifting? What was weightlifting? There was weightlifting today. So, we showed up for the first session, it was the men's 67. With our favorite Mirko Zani. Mirko Zani, yeah. He won, uh-huh. but obviously not happy with the result. He went two for a set. So it's unfortunate. He made his opening snatch at 140. Looked pretty good. He went 145 next. Missed it. And then he went 147. Six or seven? Maybe it was 46. Whatever it was, he went up a little bit. And he unfortunately made it. And then it was turned down for a little bit of a press out on, I think, his left arm. So he only went one for the snatch, and then clean and jerk came out, I think, 165, and made that. Mirko Zani we're talking about. He kind of made a gesture uh, that a few people asked me if his arm was hurting or his wrist was hurting. He sort of shook it out, and that was not something I observed in his training at all. So no? I'm not sure if he hurt himself or that was just maybe a weird moment of pain that he had. Yeah, and I don't think he talked about it with us at all, that I recall. Yeah. Was it his second clean and jerk that he just pulled the bar? Yeah. He didn't even dive under, he just... Ooh, Greg getting some dessert for the table. Yeah, his second one he didn't even bother trying to clean. Yeah. And his third one he cleaned. And then he tried jerking it, unfortunately did not make it. So a two for six day. But still won. Which is what we call an East Coast six for six day. <laughs> but still won. Still. <laughs> It is, it is an Armenian lifetime PR six for six day. Yep. So, but yeah, Zani won, and then we had the women's fifty. Five, right? No. Fifty-nine A, right? Fifty-five. Fifty-five A. Yeah. Heidi Diaz. Yeah, and she had a pretty solid day, right? She went four for six, I think. Ninety. It was like ninety-two or ninety-three, and like one sixteen or one eighteen. Yeah. Should be no expectations, but yeah. It's the first time I've ever heard a weightlifter apologize on platform yeah. for not making their final list. Sorry. <laughs> I actually think her clean and jerk was higher than the fifty-nine A in the following group, right? Could be, yeah. At least the same, like maybe by one or two kilos. It's a really pretty big clean jerk. In the fifty-nines. I think 118, I think you're right, was the heaviest in the 59s. What's her name? Duba? Dubisan? Bien. Who also had a really amazing 97 kilo snatch. Which he posted and it got no views. Yeah. So if you're listening, Gregor's mom, go watch that video. Yeah, look at that. Speak English. People just drifting in and out. of the guy at the buffet loading up on some melon. Um, it's cake for like lemon. I don't know the word for it. Like some cold cream. It's almost ice. It's good. It's good. So it's Gregor good. is just diving in between 
actual meal and dessert right now, it looks like. It's an actual meal. As oh, it's good. It's kind of ice cream. Yeah, it's ice cream. It looks good. I'm excited about it. I want to eat faster. Podcast is... All right. Slowing me down. Taking a mic now so Dr. Buffer can have some food. Um, yeah, so what did we post today? We posted, we started the day with the Lasha 95 Snatch and Slow Mo, which did pretty well. When we say pretty well, it's considering the time when we posted, um, what it is. Um, but yeah, Lasha always popular. Then we followed it up with some, we're just experimenting with post- posting more often during the day. Yeah, we posted Toma, just real time, no slow motion. Did also pretty well, I think. Um, just the snatches. <clears throat> and then we so, thought, since we're not going to talk about Codex again, we can. But I do just want the three viewers who care about this to know that that Toma video was shot at ISO like 10,000 or 12,800 on the GH5S. So if you're looking for a camera that's pretty solid in a really dim training hall, I'm really impressed by the GH5S. That camera is a seriously good investment. It was dim in yeah. there. By the end of the day, oh, it is terrible. <laughs> it sucks. The, yeah. room, the room just turns completely green, basically, yeah. and anything yeah. else. It's yeah. Really lovely lighting in the daytime because it's all window, windows on three of the four walls, but it's 3, 4 p.m. hits, and it's yeah. probably some of the worst lighting that you've ever had. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> we were both in the training hall today. Hmm? They were both in the training hall today, both Toma and... Oh, yeah. yeah. What did Toma do? Yeah, what did they do? Uh, I kind of walked in at the tail end. She oh, seemed wait. To be so, you went in... I'm sorry to interrupt you. I asked you a question, you answered, I interrupt yeah. you. That's cool. <laughs> yep. Screw me. And I have food in my mouth. <laughs> this is great podcast. Yeah. I'm used to this by now. Every time somebody asks me a question, Gregor's like, tell the story, Jen. Here, let me tell you. And then you start Actually. off. Well, let me kick that off for you, Jen. Mm, all right. Go so, for it, I saw... Or was maybe Dr. Buffer saw Lasha walking in today at 10 a.m. in the training hall. And 10 a.m. is when the 67 category started. And I was uh, looking at Lasha and he was wearing a really nice looking shirt, which you can buy on wear1k.com. Um, <laughs> well, you can't because it's got his name on it, but you can buy other shirts. All oh, right, you customize it. Tell yeah. us about the customization. Um, well, I had to customize this shirt anyway, because if you haven't seen Lasha in person, you can't really appreciate his size. Uh, so any graphics that I got printed on my normal t-shirts, you know, I had to do a different screen anyway. So um, I figured why not customize it? So we put his name on the right sleeve, um, made him three or four different colors, and gave it to him yesterday. Uh, I don't know him personally, so I wasn't sure if he was going to wear it, but I was very excited to see him walk in today, and he had it on. Yep. Um, and it fit him. The length was good. It he looked really good. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I know he always struggles with that. Yeah. <laughs> his belly comes out. Because yeah, whenever he lifts his arms in a jerk, I mean, it comes up a little bit, of course, but yeah. it's really tough for him to find shirts that fit. And if you give Lasha a shirt in a size, he'll probably wear it. Yeah. Oh, what size shirt is he? Uh, the one that he was wearing today was a four XL. Yeah. I also gave him a 5XL just in case, but honestly, he can probably fit in a 4 or 5X. Nice. It's the largest piece of fabric I've ever seen in my <laughs> life. Huge. It's huge. It's big. Yeah. We opened it out in the apartment in Rome, and it was huge. I mean, really, we could have carpeted our apartment in Rome. Yeah. First, nice area around. The first day that I gave him the shirts, uh, he's he's very polite, he's very gentlemanly, and when a woman approaches him, he stands up. Yeah, he was. Yeah. He just sat down, and when Jen approached, 
Rasha, the gentleman, stood up. Um, but I wasn't expecting that because that's not really something that happens too often in present day. And I was at very close range, and he stood up, and that was the first time I could really appreciate his size at close range. And I was like a little higher than his belly button, just looking up at him like a little kid on my first day at school. Uh, and I gave him my shirts. Nice. So, and, yeah, there was a customized shirt, a customized shirt with his name on his sleeve. Yeah. Yeah, you gave him both options. Right, white and black. He has navy, white, and black. Oh, he has navy, too. I wanted to give him the army green, but they don't make the 4 and 5X in that color that all the other shirts come in, so he got a different special color, just so he didn't feel left out. That's cool. But, yeah, he was in the training hall. He actually ha was doing stuff lighter than I'd ever seen before. It really just seemed like it was uh, just to keep warm, like he didn't want to have a full day off. Um, and Toma had a pretty... Light you remember? He just did uh, the heaviest thing he did was like a 150 push press. Did he do any snatch movement that you saw? Um, snatch is the one that goes right from the ground. Yeah, to the yeah, yeah. I'm trying to remember. <laughs> I mean, if he did, it was it was very little. Okay. Squats. It was like just beyond bar work. No, okay. squats. So just push press basically. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he did Fran, thrusters. Yeah, definitely. Nice. He seems like a guy that does Fran. Yeah. <laughs> what about Toma? Uh, I only caught the tail end. I was like literally walking in as she was finishing her cleaning jerks, but they look light, like super light. Um, maybe powers, and then she did some front squats. Off the top of my head, I don't even know. I mean, not super light, but you know, not not super heavy. Somewhere in the middle. That's about the heaviest thing she did. Anything else in training hall? Um, it was pretty dead in the middle of the day. I saw Team USA in there, but nobody doing anything substantial. Um, Harrison lives tomorrow for them. Right. And, and Meredith lives tomorrow, too, for them. No, Meredith lives tomorrow? Yeah, I think so. Oh, wait, no, because Thomas, Thursday. Thomas tomorrow. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's got to be on Thursday. And then Maddie's probably on Friday. Wes is on Friday. So they're not really... They didn't do anything yeah. today, as far as I saw. I think I saw Jesse Bradley in there. I like I walked yeah. in and just saw that it was totally empty and Team USA like they weren't even when I went in they weren't even doing anything. They were yeah. just sitting yeah. and so I walked out. So I, I think I saw so it was like maybe I don't know when this was. The whole day is kind of a blur. You know, Team USA doesn't, uh, uh, some other countries do, but Team USA doesn't necessarily come in one pack, you know? They sort of Most of them come in one pack. Yep. With a couple exceptions. Yep. There are four or five outliers. To that there are one or two that. outliers. Okay. Let's, let's not get too specific. <laughs> Rhymes with Hattie Dodgers. We got some water. Oh, yeah, really awkwardly. <laughs> and buffalo leaves. I saw Maddie was training today. She, she posted on a story. What did she do? Like 85 snatches or something? It was like, when I was there, I only saw her just rolling out and just oh, stretching good. forever. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's worth noting that she has definitely gone up in weight since we last saw her yeah. at American Open Finals. Don't go to Manjana. I mean, it's not Hmm? Got to know okay. Get a new plate. They just um, Buffer stood up for half a second and the plate is gone. These guys are on point here. <coughs> yeah, that was trading. Um, 
Grazie. Va bene. No, 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 grazie. Wait, wait, I can't trail off on that one because I just talked about her weight and then I didn't. What are we talking about? I just want to specify that she's going up in weight class. So this yes. is the first time that she's going to be competing. It's actually as an 87, I think, which is probably only around 81. The last time we saw her was at American Open Final. She was in a 76 category. She weighed like so, 75 and change. Yeah. Right? So she's going to weigh 81 point. Oh, what? So it'll be interesting. We've run into a few people who have been on the opposite end of that. So the first one that comes to mind is the American 45, uh, Cecily, right? Who I think had a three kilo cut, which is astonishing the last minute. I think Heidi had a kind of rough last cut. Yasmin, who we saw today from Malta, had a pretty extensive cut. I wonder if Maddie is actually struggling the other way. Yeah. To make now, what I understand, so your lifter has to weigh in. Like you have to weigh in basically down to your singlet or underwear naked, or things, or naked, or you can be naked. You can be completely naked. You, but you can also have underwear on. You can, yeah. yeah. But uh, you have so you can't have like pants on or clothes, but you can have jewelry on. Oh. So maybe she has like a flavor flave <laughs> kilo clock or something like that. But yeah, she has to weigh in at least 81.0 something to have this qualify as an 87 kilo qualifier. She definitely seems, she's a very kind of uh, tall, slender person by nature, yeah. it seems. So it's probably not the easiest thing to put it on that much weight in a short amount of time. But I guess you got to do what you got to do to make the Olympic team. Yep. Yeah, and it's still not a guarantee for her. Jenny Arthur, I know we were talking about Jenny Arthur the other day, but I just saw, or you maybe just pointed out, one of you, she just posted about uh, she's get ready to, to you know get back into it and fight for that Olympic spot. So right now it looks like the U.S. team is pretty established. Yeah. Kate and I, uh, Sarah Robles, and uh, uh, Jordan De La Cruz, I believe. And so it'll be between, I'm guessing, just Maddie Rogers and uh, Jenny Arthur. Which is super interesting because I don't think a year ago I would ever. I was thinking that those two people would be. They would be locked. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what I thought a year ago. A year ago, I mean, a year ago, Kate and I wasn't even on the world team. Mm-hmm. I mean, she had, I think it was an appendix, uh, and so she couldn't go. You know, basically, she did not make the world team. And a year ago, she was still chasing, you know, in the 105 range in the snatch and hoping for 110. And now she is a junior world record holder and is as much of a lock as is possible at this stage in the game. I mean, she'll still have to do, I think, her final event, you know, participate, essentially. But she'll be at the Arnold. She'll be at the Arnold, along with a few other Team USA people. I think CJ is going to do that one. Wes is going to be at that one. Wes will be at that way. Wes is also a lock at this point. So, yeah, I, I should clarify just the women, but uh, the men, I think Wes is pretty much guaranteed. Uh, seems like Jordan's in a pretty good spot now. Yeah. I think Jordan's set. Yeah. yeah, I think she's pretty. And she had a great meet. She crushed she, it. Yeah. yeah. I was very impressed with her. I think there was a little concern that the cut might be uh, challenging, but. Somewhere I saw that she was like, no, the cut was fine, and it was just like getting comfortable with the weights at the lighter body weight, mm-hmm. basically. Mm. Really myself, having done those weights in the past, and yeah, like mentally, you've done these weights before. Of course, you were heavier, but 
I think I remember Christine Gerard saying something like, like she dropped down and maintained a lot of that strength, but it was like, oh yeah, like the body has done those weights, the body remembers. Jen, I'm going to hand this off to you so I can get another plate. You're, you're in control Wait. now. Oh no. Yep. I'm not qualified for this. Can you fill up more water for me? None of us are qualified for this. Yeah, yeah but you left me with Gregor and he's like the least interesting one. <laughs> All right. Did it? I'm handing it over. <laughs> Jen's last appearance on the podcast. Um, so we could talk more about. Are we done with weightlifting? Or we can talk about whatever. All right. More talk more about shirts. Okay. Huh. What is that? Do that. So we just. So I'm alone at the table right now. <laughs> Everybody left me. Um, yeah, we just released some new shirts on the ATG section on Hookrip Store, store.hookrip.com. A um, couple of new color options and new logo options. Um, we also have a new olive black, some people like to call it military green, color option for you. And we have a special edition, the black on black ninja edition, which I'm pretty excited about. You also just released a black on black shirt for a crop top. For the uh, yeah, it's not released, um, but I was beta testing, so I brought a few of them here. I was wearing one. Um, some of the girls bought strong one. Strong piglet. Strong piglet bought one. Um, a few ladies did. Yep. Is she there? No. Nope. She was just. She was there. That's why I turned around. Um, but I will be doing a black crop top. That's the black on black, but I'm not sure if the design will stay the same. Mm. I might do a sweatshirt first. Can we just Yours? talk about the black on black? Oh, that's a very nice looking. Um, can somebody take a photo of this plate for the podcast? I'll take a photo of the okay. podcast. Very on, on topic for a weight of the podcast. New ATG shirts are dope. I'm looking at one right now. Thank you. Wait, new ATG shirts, what? Are dope. I'm looking at one right now. Oh, that's a they script. Are. Yeah. They are very nice. I have mine on too right now. Yeah. So two scriptures on the table, one ATG pocket logo that's yeah. fading away slowly. <laughs> Is that the, the bleach? And it's actually um, that's what's called um, water-based discharge ink. So really, it's not like on top of the fabric; it really goes into the fabric. That's the difference. So it's not plaster solid. You don't feel it if you if you were to touch uh, Stuart's chest right now. I mean, I don't. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, smooth, right? Super smooth. Describe it to you guys. All right. Um, yeah. Which is your favorite ATG shirt, Dr. Boffer? It's a good question. I think the gold. The gold. The, the poop-colored gold. I love it. I really, it's distinctive. It stands out. And I save it for special occasions. Even though it doesn't actually look like the gold foil that you wanted, like by a long mile, It's probably, I don't know, there's something magical. Magical. Ma that's, magical. That's the word I would use to describe it. It really is magical. Although I have to say, this one that I'm wearing right now, which is the blue, the blue script, yep. is maybe my second. You know what? When I also, it's not my shirt, but my athlete has the script shirt. It's the teal. Ooh. It's the women's cut. Women's cut teal with the white Wait, logo. That's a nice combination. And that's actually, again, I, you know, I don't know. great in real one, life. But it really does look fantastic in real life. Wasn't there a color combo we were going to do too that we didn't do? Was it like orange and teal? 
Yeah, something orange and teal. Right? That would be very Miami. I'm really interested yeah. in obnoxious color combinations. So oh, you're good at those. Yeah. Yeah. I know. No, I... They're really good at being obnoxious for sure, but I really like the obnoxious colors. Like that's my thing. Uh, yeah. Despite the fact that my branding is black, black and white, <laughs> black, <laughs> I have no white color. Is awful green. Yeah. yeah, army green. It looks very nice. It does look nice. Everyone on this table has a one K shirt. Or wait, do you have one? What a one K shirt. One <laughs> K is it? You don't. It doesn't matter. I do not have one. Oh, oh no. not yet. Not yet. But he, it's because he's generic guy size, and I ran out of generic guy size shirts, I think. No. He's a medium. Yeah, generic guy number 12. Yeah. <laughs> I need some big boys. If there's any big boys out there, I got a 2XL, a 3XL, an XL. So if you're listening to the podcast, and you're in Italy, and you're Austria. all happy your size. Right. Hashtag big boy. Yeah. Or woman. Or woman. Yeah, or woman. Thick, thick woman or thick boy. You Thanks. are... You are covered by one kilo. I got the shirts. So, yeah. So just let it awkwardly quiet down. <laughs> Let's just do this. And, and, and should we talk about tomorrow, what we expect for tomorrow or leave that? Nah. Because nah. it will fade away. He's trying to come listen. up with like logical topics. Yeah, when, when people listen to this... In, 20 years yeah. when your they don't care about this in 20 yeah. years when she's like oh we revisit some of those old yeah. podcast episodes she's, yeah she's, she's gonna she'll know what Toma did tomorrow yeah. and how wrong people need to know us you know it's all about you're right, you're right. us people it's not about us. let's talk about the most important thing us yeah <laughs> alright signing off then okay Dr. Buffer signed off for everyone um, this was Dr. Buffer <laughs> at Dr. underscore Buffer on Instagram you are Stuart Reagan, YKS.media. And we have one underscore kilo. No, you have to Alright, you're fucking up. It's O-N-E underscore K-I-L-O underscore. That is a really difficult one. It's a difficult one. Yeah. Um, and I'm Gregor Winter. Thanks for listening. Maybe tomorrow. We'll Maybe tomorrow. I wasn't going to say tomorrow. But here we'll say we'll say ciao the way Italians hang up their phones. Ciao, 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 ciao. Scratch that business. <laughs> We're back because just when we turned off the microphone, Julius from Team Philippines came to our table and he's drinking. What are you drinking, Julius? A healthy vitamin <laughs> juice. Yeah, yes. Some ginger ale in my system with yeah. a little bit of Jamie, you know? Very nice. Um, how is Heidi feeling? I think she's I think she's feeling great. Um, obviously so yeah. Heidi Diaz at fifty five, just to clarify. So. Olympic medalist. Yeah. Olympic medalist and Roma Cup champion. Sorry, just want to clarify. Uh, this is her coach here. No, no. Um, I think she's feeling great. I think she's, um, of course, she wanted to hit um, the numbers we stated earlier in the day. Yeah. Uh, which was uh, nine, 95, I think you said. Yes, 95, 123. Uh, but we decided to um, go a little bit lower than expected. Well, she wanted, to, we were supposed to hit the 95, was it? But didn't happen and then she somehow just didn't do the cleaning jerk the 122 uh, I guess she but she apologized yes yes I don't know so why that. <laughs> I think it, it was kind of the thing where it's like why, why go more when 
um, you know, when you don't have much more room to. I mean, there's no one to beat, no one else to beat, right? But, um, but I, I think you know, in the Olympics, that's going to be a different story. So um, it's a good stepping stone towards the Olympics since we are now maybe still going to stay at rank two, not including the other four, other three Chinese lifters that are top yep. four. But um, I think it's a good stepping stone. But I think she feels like she should have done more because uh-huh. we. The coaches and the team worked really hard together to yeah. do those numbers that we expected from her. So, when you say team, how many people is that? Um, there is uh, five of us, or six of us, sorry, including Heidi, of course. Yeah. Just numbers. One. <laughs> we have a, um, so I'm the assistant weightlifting coach uh, and strength and conditioning coach. I uh, coach Gao. He's the Chinese. He's the head coach of Team HD. Um, Jeanette Aro is the sports nutritionist. Uh, Karen Trinidad is the um, exercise psychologist. Yes. And then uh, Belen Banyas is the uh, sports masseuse. So that comprises the team, including Heidi. So there's a lot that goes into making an Olympic medalist. It's not just one person. It takes a lot of sacrifice from a lot of people. Yes, collectively, I think um, whatever she displays on the platform reflects on the team. So no matter what, even if she didn't, if she just didn't click at that moment, um, you know, we are a team. So I think if there's uh, someone to blame it would be the team instead of a certain person because I think we've all uh, carry a a load um, where we'd have to be accountable Um, but in a sense where how the athlete performs on the platform it's um, of course 50% her and then the preparation is 50% the team so I think that's how we look at it from a holistic standpoint now, in the back, who's making decisions about opening attempts or second attempts or third attempts, things like that? Um, usually, Coach Gao kind of just, he talks with me, mm-hmm. um, and we kind of have a basis that we start with, um, and with that, um, we see how she does in warm-up, because she takes quite a while to warm-up. We take 30 to 45 minutes to warm-up. So, like, if you've ever seen Ko Xing Chen, how she warms up with her athletic yeah, trainers. She arrives... 40 minutes before everyone does the calisthenics or the yeah Spring. whatever she does that's obviously working for her yeah right? um, yeah so it takes a lot of time for us to get going so um, yeah I mean Coach Gao gives us the initial numbers and then we look at everyone else see how they're doing uh, we noticed a lot of the lifters went down in their their weights whether it be their openers or their, um, they started really heavy and kind of just dwindled down. So we were kind of at a safe spot around six to seven kilos from the next opener. So we felt pretty comfortable and we were pretty, we were pretty much last. Um, but the snatch was very close. Um, I think um, Ukraine had a pretty high snatch opener at ninety. So we had to account for that. So, but clean and jerk. Um, we didn't expect people to go down like they did. Yeah. Easy day in the office. Yeah. Yes. How, how long have you been involved with, with Heidi coaching or, or otherwise? It's been two years now, I think. Almost two years, rather. 
Yeah, so it's been a long and lengthy process. A lot of sacrifices, but I think uh, we're finally getting what we need. Um, Funding is always an issue, um, but the government is finally supporting. Well, they've been supporting, but I think now they see the importance of a, a core team, as we call it. So we've kind of proven it with World Championships and Asian Championships. How does, how does funding in the Philippines work? Is it through the military or through the police? Or Well, I know it's a little bit different. Uh, Yoichi, for instance, from Japan, he's uh, under the police. Uh-huh. Uh, I think um, the Italians, they are either firefighters or... Uh, police or military. Army, yeah. Yeah. So with, with the Philippines, it's a little bit different. There is a, a sports commission that government funded they have their Olympic committee but they also have their sporting commission so it's called the Philippine Sports Commission so they totally support us uh, now and they um, are the funding source while the Olympic committee focuses solely on the Olympics so it's kind of an interesting thing um, because like uh, where I'm from uh, there's no government support the NOC is strictly private and it's sponsored Uh, for Guam so, so like there's a big difference between how the Philippines yeah. is funded and how um, other countries are funded I think the US is the same right I don't know if they're uh, I don't know how where the funding comes from in the US to be honest I think it's a mix also that keeps happening that weird noise oh, here it is again it's a balance though yes is it the window I think it's the wind no the it's wind the wind. yeah Yeah, it sounds like a pump or something. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's a good question. How the USOC works with funding? I have no idea. Well, you can figure that issue out. <laughs> Craig's gonna go get another plate of food and some water. One of those cakes. Go on. Um, yeah. So, like, um, comparing the two, um, Heidi is actually in the Philippine Air Force, but that they don't they don't necessarily fund her training. She's uh, a sergeant in the Air Force, but it's a different uh, salary. It's a different thing. She still serves her country in a way. Okay. Um, that's why, if you notice, her hair is shorter now. So there was a point where she had to do basic military training, and she literally shaved her head off. Um, and I think at World Championship, you guys saw a new Heidi Lindias mm-hmm. um, with, with no uh, long hair. So she has to do basic training in addition to her weightlifting training? Yes. She, well, she had to do it until she graduated and then okay. she can file for leave because she was, uh, after she won Asian Games in 2018 when she was a gold medalist, uh, the military gave her uh, a temporary raise like as far as like her ranking. But in order for that to stay valid, she needed to complete BMT, which is basic military training. So before... Was it World Championships? Or uh, what was the cha- uh, competition before that? I think before, yeah, World Championships, uh, we had to go to uh, the south of the Manila, the capital, and um, do basic military training for a couple of days out of the week. So it was a pretty crazy process. Yeah. Uh, well, I had to take her there, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it was exhausting. I was, I was I really wiped. I felt, you know, whatever they were doing in their training was very interesting. I never seen, that, but that's how basic training is in the Philippines. It's, uh, it's really interesting. 
they literally stand in the sun and it's like, like this like, for like an hour or they hold up their stuff for like an hour like, it teaches them discipline I, I don't know if they do that in the US military but my grandpa would know but I, I wouldn't <laughs> no idea yeah but anyways um, yeah so back to the funding yeah it's there's government support but um, when things go through the government it's a little bit slower process so I, I come to find now that a lot of federations in the in the Philippines, uh, sports federations, they they need um, a lot of sponsorships, a lot of people who can front the money so that uh, they can get refunded later. So coming here was really interesting, but we're very happy that we were able to find um, sponsors to get us here. Um, Greg, I'm gonna hand this to you so I can get some more food now. Also, there's bread. I stole it from Team Tunisia next oh, to us. Okay. They were very kind and. So uh, <laughs> yep. Yeah. So government funding is—it's uh, a slow process. I'm sure it's pretty sure it's the same thing in the U.S. Uh, I'm not sure uh, how it works. Uh, I don't know how it is. How is it in Germany? In Germany, um, the national level weightlifters, uh, lifters. Um, no, that's not true. Not all of them. For example, Max Lang—he's in the military, so he gets funding from the German state funneled to him via the military it's called a sport being a sport soldier <laughs> that's what it's called um, he doesn't do any military work just the basic training I guess and um, yeah but he's still considered a, a soldier um, then there's people who are in the, mili- uh, in the police like Jürgen Spies for example but then now we have some some of our ladies who are neither military nor police I think just in, for example, the newest addition to the team, um, Patricia Riga, she's, she's military. She's just a really good lifter. I think she started out as a crossfitter, I'm not sure, um, and was good enough at nationals, and now, she, now she's on the team. Yeah. But she still gets funding. I should ask her, actually. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, think, I think how it might work and I think how, how it does work is a lot of the people in the Philippines, so um, because the economy is not the best, um, they try to go and join the military so that they have a um, stable salary, a monthly salary, um, on top of whatever the government gives them as athletes. So a lot of them, um, a lot of them join military and um, try to. I guess use both avenues to um, get funding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Try not to be loud. He was like trying egg. to silently crack it oh. and it wouldn't crack. Like, People know we're eating. Everybody knows. As we said on the bus ride over, this podcast is not known for its audio quality or professionalism <laughs> or even its, or even weightlifting <laughs> or even staying on topic of weightlifting yeah. Matt has had hour long discussions of airlines on really? <laughs> oh my god yeah. so this is the first podcast I've probably listened all the way through because you're here when Matt gets on the topic he gets on the topic yeah, <laughs> yeah. he stays <laughs> Greg's mom is the only person who listens to any podcast all the way through yeah. she doesn't even speak English I didn't even listen to really? my own but does she understand? I was like, God, this is boring. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know that anybody. But still the feedback. I've gotten some feedback. People actually listen. Yeah, people actually listen. And they say, they're like, oh, I heard you on the podcast. I'm like, oh, people listen? Why would you? So, listeners, leave a comment. What are you doing while you're listening? But where do they leave a comment? On the ATG? On the ATG page? Because I'm posting it on the ATG page. You're going to post it on the ATG page. Leave a comment. 
on allthingsgym.com in the post for this podcast. Um, yeah, let us know what are you doing while you're listening. Yeah, I have regretted not listening all the way because there have been some sneaky giveaways. For if I remember correctly, oh, there's a poster, right? Wasn't there a poster? There's a poster. Also, when people did a certain like coin trick. Oh, if you could do a coin trick, yeah, there was some giveaway. On the ATG Patreon, there's also some giveaway. There are some, there are some Easter eggs on the ATG Patreon, yeah. Let me mention the Patreon. So if you're not supporting ATG on Patreon, uh, shame on you, shame on you. I'm a bad person. Basically, just getting free content, despite Gregor and I, mostly Gregor, for years and years and years, working his ass off. But check out Patreon for, well, as little as a dollar a month, but only... 30 or 40 spots left at that dollar a month tier. Is it a dollar a month? Listen, you're a it's a dollar. You Sign me up. <laughs> I can afford a dollar a month. I can afford that. So, can I just give you $12? <laughs> you could do that. Is that a year subscription? Yep. Sign up, guys. Sign and up. For now it is. Once the, we limited the $1 tier to 999 and once that's filled up, the next highest tier uh, the next lowest tier is a two dollar tier yeah that's still not bad no I, you I, need, to, I need to get on that it's like a coffee a month yes yeah. in Italy in Italy one dollar yeah. a month is a coffee is an espresso a month plus a tip for the uh, barista two dollars a month will be a cappuccino and uh, some pocket change is it customary to tip no you can, like, if you have, like, a, a 10 cent piece, 10 euro cent piece, you might leave that or something. But after a meal, if you leave, like, a euro or two, that's totally fine. You were going to say something? I just think people should pay more than 12 bucks. Yeah. So, Listen, I'm just saying, I know I know we're all struggling. Trust me, I don't make any money in this business. I'm just saying, more than two bucks. It's good too. content. <laughs> Ten bucks. You lose ten dollars in the sofa cushions in your house. <laughs> you spend that on Starbucks coffee, and that's not even good. So just give it to ATG instead. You heard it wow. here. Choose ATG over Starbucks. We should mention Jen. Is it Uber patron? She is a great patron. She is she a legit is, patron. Um, she is essentially subsidizing yep. all the cheapskates who are not patrons. <laughs> that's true. Because yeah. she's in the highest um, patron tier. Yeah. How do you get on the highest patron tier? I'm, I'm honestly, I'm new to patron. <laughs> so, okay. For the record, I've opened like four things that you've sent me in this whole time. I don't even get my money's worth. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I know for a fact you haven't found any of our Easter eggs yet, so you're not watching yep. some okay, of our so stuff. I'm just fucking around. To be fair, like all of the things that they send out are things that I was like actually literally there for, so I just don't, I don't necessarily watch it because I saw them myself when I was there. So. Yeah. Also, the Easter eggs are hidden in some of the more boring content, which I enjoy and you enjoy. But I do know I get the Easter egg without because <laughs> Gregor tells me them. Oh, I know oh at least that's not one. fair. Damn, yeah, yeah, I won't say. You can't it, say it. People, I, won't say it. I forget if that deal has run its it course. It was limited to. It was limited. I, I forget how many. Five or ten. Yeah, five or ten. I don't remember what I said. Be careful. <laughs> you can't give out too much. Because suddenly there's someone in Australia or New Zealand you have to ship something. Yeah, exactly. Well, somebody in Australia actually did, did make it. Peter Upham. Yeah, Peter. Peter if you're listening, thank you for Patreon. Yeah, and he was actually generous enough to say, don't, don't waste the postage. Give the stickers to some promising younger lifter, which I did. Uh, but, no, promising, so not Jen. Yeah, not Jen. 
Yeah. So then, but yeah, he uh, he managed. The, he was the first, I think, actually. The first, Peter, and then Bernie Connors also. Yeah. Long time AGG patrons. Yeah. He always gets it. Uh, yeah. When you guys uh, post like YouTube videos, do you like do that thing where you thank your patrons? No, I don't. Firstly, I don't like doing that because nobody, nobody really <laughs> <laughs> came across. <laughs> like, sorry, sorry. sorry. <laughs> no, no. But having like a, a half a minute video uh, rolling names at the end, who's gonna watch that? Yeah. Because I watch videos on YouTube where people do, where channels do that, and I'm like, I'm not interested who your patrons are. Is it I don't know. It's like I'm interested here for the video you make. So there's other ways to thank all patrons. I mean, there is a screen that says like something you. acknowledging the yeah. patrons. Yeah. yeah, but it doesn't give everyone's name. I think what you guys already do is is enough. Like the content you guys provide and the exclusive stuff that you guys give to your patrons. I think that's. That's it's coming from somebody who is not actually a patron, but yeah. thank you. <laughs> no. Yeah, but I'll, I'll eventually sign up. I haven't seen that 12 bucks that you talked about a minute ago. I got it in here. <laughs> I'll, I'll pull it out. his drink, so I think that means... Do you accept euros? Do you accept... <laughs> I don't know how many euros is $12, but... It's about 100. About 100, yeah. yeah. It's rough. One to ten. It's really fucking expensive like here. Oh, excuse it's my language. Yeah. Oh, so we have to, no, excuse Jim my French. So we have to believe I covered my I mouth. Eleven times, so you're fine. Now, twelve. Fucking damn it, Waxman before coming out, he was like our second guest or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, Waxman, we're not Marcus explicit. Oh, this waiter, by the way, just did an impressive. amazing catch. Oh, bravo, bravo. Bravissimo. He was off the fork or a tongs, a tongs, and um, it bounced off the table, and then he caught it. And then he, yeah, like one-handed, one, one-handed, and, and he had he had plates in the other hand. Yeah. He had plates in the other hand. I surely thought that salami would fall, but it didn't. Nope. Yeah. A giant plate was salami. He had to balance so, it. But yeah, Waxman, before coming on, I said, Waxman, we're not Marcus Explicit, so try to curse. Okay. I don't know if he got one sentence in before starting to curse. So since that episode, even though they're not Marcus, I think somebody has to complain for it to be Marcus well, Explicit. Sure. And your mom has not complained no. yet, Greg, so I guess she doesn't understand <laughs> Greg just dropped some delicious cake. He's going to eat it. it. It's on the table. Is it good? And it's sticky. So is it good? It's, it's good. It's delicious. Can I get a little chilliness to it? I'm going to grab it. I don't know how you would describe the inside, if it's ice cream or not. Is it cold? It's, it's like cold, um, sugary. Yeah. Is it custody? Uh-huh. Maybe that's, yeah, that's going to be Custody, yeah. yeah. Thank you, Jules. It's good. Team Guam. It's quite good. Excellent. So, but yeah, we should acknowledge that we do, of course, thank our patrons yeah. profusely in our hearts. And we've tried, and I think we've been a, done a good job giving, well, I guess, so you said, you know, people who are listening to comment, but also patrons should feel free to comment as to whether or not they feel like, oh yeah, my, my dollar a month, my five dollars a month is is well spent and well worth it but there's other stuff and we, we did send a little survey out and got some good feedback we definitely want to make sure people are, are enjoying what they're getting yeah so right now for example on our, for you non-patrons um, the patrons can get extra videos yeah. like um, at the moment we have the episode 3 yes the war episode is out for patrons 
um, episode four is in the making. Buffer was working on it. Kate and I training hall is exclusive, is exclusive, as is Kate and I, like a longer edit, just visiting Kate and I and some hanging out with her. Yep. Some interviews, yeah. Um, we also have a Miso Hasona. Miso Hasona. Which is 40 yeah. minutes. I did that literally four hours before my flight. Yeah, literally. From Qatar to Berlin. Like it was so late that he was doing it that I, wa- I only got to watch it on my flight here to Rome. I downloaded it on YouTube and watched it to Rome. And I thought it was excellent. Yeah, it was fun. I'm glad. I'm glad Miso sat down. It was really hard to pinpoint him. To, um, of course, he, he's like willing to do it. Yeah. But after competition, it's so hard to have yeah. him sit down. Everyone's for busy. One. Yeah, he's yeah. busy. He's a superstar. You want to hang out? Yeah. So it was really cool that he did that. And it was like we sat there for. I mean, all in all, it took like ninety minutes or something. So it's edited down to mm-hmm. forty. A little less than half that. Yeah. It's really cool to get the lifters' feedback. Do you guys, like, when you do, like, podcasts or interviews, like, long ones, do you just, like, cut through them or you just let it all run up, uh, run through? It's this is a non patriot talking, by the way. Just cut. Yeah. No, I cut it a lot. Um, it was kind of difficult because I was showing him the warm-up footage in its raw form, which means I was having a camera. I didn't cut. I didn't trim any clips. So we are watching videos super shaky, always pointing the camera down and then pointing it to another lifter and we kept talking over it. So you, what you end up with is you have a lot more commentary than you have footage for. So you have to cut out, cut some things here and there or add like an extra slow motion so you have time to actually um, add the commentary. Yes, yes. Comment, commentary? Commentary. <laughs> it's oh, late. It's, it's late. late. Yeah. What time is it? 10 o'clock. It's late. It's late. All right. We're going to wrap this up because we have to, I have to still put this together and upload it and hope it works on the new server. Yeah. Well, ATG podcast listeners, it was fun. Yeah. Thank you, Julius, for joining us. Thank Uh, you for having me. Julius is at I am Julius on Instagram where he's posting, um, do you post personal stuff anymore? No, right? Not really. Actually, my story's like been like personal, but okay. I, I'm trying to get back into posting other things too. Yeah. Like other, I just haven't had time because so this, the journey. last thirty posts on Julius's profile are actually competition videos from yes. competitions he attended, um, and it's not just Heidi lifting. It's like all, it's mostly even lifters that are not on ATG. Um, so it's worth checking out. Give him a follow. Thank you for the shout out. Yeah. yeah, of course. Um, that was it. Thank you for the twelve bucks. Can <laughs> <laughs> you pull it out he's, right he's now? Pat in his I mean, pockets. I would take a watch shirt. Go on, wait shirt. Yeah, yeah, that'll oh. count. Yeah, this is an exclusive, guys. Damn, we're not getting a Guam Can shirt. Can you buy this? It looks really cool. You know what? I'm gonna talk to my head coach, or the Guam head coach, and see if they would ever sell it because I think it'd be good for the team. Yeah, but. Uh, he gave it to me when I helped coach them in Worlds when there was a big debacle where our 55 kg lifter missed her um, her weigh in, and they basically said she missed her weigh in so she can't do it. But there was like a whole issue that happened with it, and as they were going, as they were leaving Bataya, uh, they called her back in, and she lifted in the 59 class that that same night. Wow. 
yeah, so I stepped in and helped uh, helped out my old teammate, and I think she's trying to qualify as a 55, but she has to beat uh, PNG, Papua New Guinea, uh, Jacinta, Jacinta Sumagaisai. She's Guam's top lifter, so. Was she in the camp with us? In the camp. We all took a camp from the training, uh, from the venue to the hotel, remember? Was she a really short... Yeah, everybody. <laughs> no, that was Nara. She was, she's oh, another lifter. Oh. She was a 60... Ah, uh, 59. But... Oh, no, 64. Oh, she was 64. Yeah, so... Yeah, pretty crazy story. Um, somehow, she got lucky. Um, but yeah, that's... Uh, I lost my train of thought. No, we were just wrapping up. And <laughs> yeah. We were just restarting. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ciao, 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 ciao. ciao, ciao, ciao. ciao, ciao.